0: Okay. Great.
1: Okay, so is it my turn?
0: Yep. Fuck.
1: Hello and welcome to, which episode is this? Fourth. Oh yeah, the fourth episode <laughs> of season three <laughs> of Yas, short for yet another shitty podcast. I am Ali, as usual, with me is Amir. Yo guys, and I just wanted to say that we care so much about this show, that we,
2: we lose count of which episode it is that we're recording. Yeah.
1: It's just, it's just so expansive, like, each episode is like a whole experience. Now, we yeah. usually, throughout the third season, have exciting new guests. Today is the exception. We have a boring old guest. So, hey, say hello. Yeah, hello. Same same. Yeah. Uh,
0: happy to be here. It's been a hot minute, but
2: I'm <laughs> yeah. back for an yes. exciting topic, yeah. When was the last time Sohail was on our show? Given the fact that we don't even remember which episode of this season we're recording, I'm definitely sure that I know.
3: I think it was South Park or Grand Theft Auto. One of those two, I feel like. like, Grand Theft Auto.
2: Maybe the second episode of Grand Theft Auto.
1: uh, Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. GTA Part 2 was uh, Sohail and... uh, Bobak. Yeah, yeah. co- no no, it wasn't Bobak. It was just so here.
0: What? wait, what? didn't you show up for the GTA episode? Are you sure?
3: Yes, uh, I am sure. Well hmm. the important thing is here that I'm back.
1: Yeah, yes. No one cares are. about
3: Bobak, so to be fair.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, uh today uh, I don't know why we chose this, to be honest. I thought uh, when we were planning it, the third season had just been cancelled, which is why I put it on the list.
2: Uh, the fourth season
1: or the third season? Uh, after the third season, the show was cancelled. Like, Oh, okay. Yeah. And uh, we're going to talk about Final Space. Uh, it's an animated sci-fi comedy, like, I mean... One of the few. Like, we are not having a surplus of those right now. And uh, it's, a, it's a show by Olin Rogers, I think. I, yeah. Why don't I think I he was a previously
2: movie? a. It, it is Olin Rogers. Rogers. It's Olin Rogers. And I Roger. think he, he used to be a comic <laughs> artist. And he had the idea for Final Space for. A couple I of ye- years uh, in his mind, cooking up the idea before he got the chance to present it to. And I think he went to multiple, um, like, yeah, n- I n- think the first. News.
1: The first mm. episode is actually was like uploaded to YouTube, I think. The pilot was uh, publicly shared before the really? show was picked up by TBS at 2018 and then Adult Swim. 2019
2: and 2021 interesting and the third season uh, is it still on adult swim yeah Yeah. Interesting. Uh, Some reason I thought it's on Amazon Prime. I don't know why.
1: It might be. I don't know which uh, like online
2: services it's on. Yeah. Or maybe it's because I've pirated the version that is like the Amazon Prime version of it because the torrent that I downloaded had Amazon on it, so that's maybe why.
1: Probably. Mm Probably. Anyways, uh, it was created by Olin Rogers, uh, which is a comedian, actor, director, writer, producer, YouTuber, all of that shit. He actually, uh, I know this because he actually uh, announced the cancellation of the show on YouTube. Hmm. Yeah, that that oh, was good th- news. By the way, it's, it's also not a voice actor because
3: he's like yeah, he yeah, yeah. voiced half of the important characters.
1: Yeah, and by the way, this is also kind of funny. It's not because the show was lacking in quality or viewership. It was due to the proposed merger of Warner Media and Discovery. Really?
2: So yeah. people didn't get offended by the shit quality of the 3rd season. I thought Apparently I thought it was because of enormously negative feedback that they had to like backpedal on
1: Greenlighting this Apparently piece not. of garbage. Apparently mm. not. Uh, anyways, no. uh, so, uh, let's get into it. Uh, first of all, just the roll call as usual. Um, tell me, uh, Sohail, how did you get to know this show?
3: Uh, I don't exactly remember to be honest how I started watching it. I started watching it a, a while ago when only season one was out, and uh I think it was like a couple of shows that just like the season one came out I think it was final space and disenchantment and I think sixth yeah, yeah. show yeah. they all came out at the same time and I started watching all of them and out of those like four or five shows, I really liked uh Final Space and disenchantment and um like those are the only two that i following like watching them uh as the new season coming out Mm. but um yeah that was like how i got into that i think it was 2018 2019-ish that 2018 yeah like uh when it first came out and um i specifically love the one thing about final space the cartoon style of it like the animate animation of it and like how they animated it it was yeah it looked very similar to a lot of other stuff but at the same time it has some things that like uh felt different to me uh which i I enjoyed and uh also i like a good like, a cute character in a show, and, like, the <laughs> green floaty thing, the mooncake. Yeah. yeah. I liked him as a cat, like it as a character.
0: Mm. So, uh, yeah, that was basically how I got to the show when I started watching it.
1: I, I, I understand that. How about you, Amir? Uh, I think for the most part, I think he, I and Sohail got to
2: know these shows together in a sense because I remember like first of all I've always had a uh, like I've always had animated series on my radar on my watch list and I've Mm. always tried to like at least give their first season a try and it was uh, Disenchantment and Final Space and Final Space really like uh, stuck with me because the first season had almost everything right. Like, I kind of fell in mm-hmm. love with it, and I had really high hopes for it. Like, it, because it had a lot of things perfectly put together. And then came the second season, the third season, by the third season, uh, spoiler alert, I'm gonna, like, rip it apart. I'm gonna, like, gnaw away at its bones because I think it was humongously... Insulting and terrible, and delivering everything that the first one had. Uh, nevertheless, so yeah, I, I I've always had I had them under my watch these TV, animated TV shows, and uh, so I just like downloaded the first season, watched it, and fell in love.
1: Well, for me, it's almost kind of similar. Like uh, I was on this very legal. Downloading website and uh, I saw oh new yeah. show yeah I was like yeah <laughs> let's see what what this is I watched the first couple of episodes and I was like yeah like the main character is kind of annoying but I like it let's see how it goes by the end of the first season I really loved it now unlike you I actually did enjoy the second season like because okay it's important at that point um, at that point my one of the franchises that I used to follow doctor who was in a really bad place. It still is (laughs) uh, until Chris Chinball just kind of fucking goes away. Uh, And sort of uh, final space became my substitute for doctor who it was like, Oh, time stories. And like, uh, cute things with times and characters that felt like companions and all of that. Then the third season came out, and uh, I didn't watch it until I heard that you know it was cancelled, and I was like yeah okay let's let's get it over with let's put it in the bin. and uh, I watched it, and holy shit, we'll get to that. We'll get to that, yeah, so I guess the general con Census, census, Consensus. Yeah. Is that uh, we all liked the first season quite a lot.
2: I actually loved it. I still do. Like, I think I will go back to the first season. And I wish it was like a one off thing. I wish they had left it at the top. Like,
1: I mean, I think if it was was only one season. mm -hmm. Yeah, it was sort of obvious that they had more uh, planned because, you know, the time stuff and Bolo especially uh, being introduced mm-hmm. in season one. I think uh, I'll, I'll, we'll talk about this, in, uh, let's say expansively
2: and like in detail, uh, but um, I, I think the show got ahead of itself, and um, I think like the show becomes a parody of itself, but not in a satirical way, like it becomes a parody of itself by trying to become sophisticated and cool maybe? I don't know, but just like by trying to remain edgy and at the top, it becomes a sad caricature of okay. itself in my opinion.
1: Okay, okay, let's let's wait a second. Why do you say edgy? Not edgy in the sense of like in that sense. I mean like it was
2: it was something that was different from other shows. I mean like it was um, it had, it had things that was set it apart from, let's say, Futurama or Rick and Morty oh, yeah. or, like, yeah, uh, yeah. other cartoon uh, sci-fi sitcoms. And I think uh, by trying to distinguish itself further or maybe, like, remain in that specific spot that set, set it apart, it started doubling down or maybe, like indulging itself in certain things that I think the creators hadn't prior like hadn't thought about previously like a character like Lord Commander I think they hadn't really thought about how they're gonna develop this character and I think initially he was just like a it was like a parody of other villains he was supposed to be like this funny thing that has a grand name but in reality is just like a really inept and uh impotent villain and then they actually do make him very like evil and powerful and yeah and it's kind of sad because they're not doing it in a funny and ironic way they're doing it in a serious way which is i'm like why would you do that
1: yeah yeah i'm I'm with you like the whole problem with season three is that but before we get there let's talk about the first season as you mentioned the first season feels very uh, like mishmashy like different pastiches of other stuff like you have Lord Commander which his name is Jack by the way and uh, like he looks like all of those weird big villains of cartoon TV shows you know I'm not even talking about animated sci fi sitcoms, like old cartoon TV shows, like um, uh, what was the Autobots villains? The big bad guy of Transformers? Uh, uh, Decepticons? No, Decepticons. Sim- yeah. the, the, the uh, oh, okay. Oh, yeah. um, oh God damn. Me look. Oh, Megatron. Megatron.
2: Yeah. yeah. Megatron.
1: Like, he, he, he is like that, like, always talking, like, like, the character he reminds me the most of is Doctor Doom, actually, from, like, MC not MCU, from Marvel Comics. Like, over the top, and villainous, but in reality, kind of goofy.
2: Yeah, and, uh, and it was a conscious choice. Like, I think yeah. they were trying to, like, not trying to, like, they literally planned the villain to be like that.
1: Exactly. And by the way, this is a Doctor Who uh, connection, none of you will care about. Uh, do you know who voices him? Yeah, uh, nope. I-, I actually like him. It's David Tennant. He's my favorite yes. doctor. Yes. Tenth Doctor, David Tennant. Mine is uh, Peter Capaldi, but after that, it is David Tennant. So, yes, so <laughs> Yeah.
3: Um, and actually, did you know something else? Did you know that uh, Conan O'Brien, who is a like, like a uh, character in the show. Did you know that he was the producer for the first season?
1: And yeah, yeah. And because he... the first season was in TBS, I think. Like TBS. Yeah. Conan did a lot of shit for other comedians. Uh, like he did a Pete Holmes show for Pete Holmes on TBS. And then he did a uh, well, final space for yeah, and then they, I think they
3: gave it up. they, they gave it up to adult's
1: fame when the second season came out i think that yeah. was yeah yeah but conan remained i think this company actually continued the production because i remember i saw the Konako logo at the end of like season two and season three hmm. I, I didn't know i think i did too i'm not out. sure
2: though i'll have to check
1: up on that yeah um Anyways, the first season, like you have uh, what I like to call, uh, I don't know how familiar, I know Amy has seen it, so have you seen Gravity Falls? Yes. Doesn't Gary, the main character of Final Space, kind of remind you of Mabel?
2: I think um, the overall art of the show is kind of reminiscent of that cuteness of that yeah, show. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, but like the of
2: like
3: the 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 way they animate the limbs and stuff in Final Space is very similar to uh, Gravity Falls. Like, for example, the hands don't, like, the joints, there's not a, it's like a continuous joints in the hands and legs of the characters. And um, it just, like, it, it reminds you of that. And yeah, I think the main character is sort of a mixture of Mabel and her brother, which I forgot his name. Deeper. Yeah. Like, he's, like, he has the, like, the stupidity of the Mabel, but at the same time, he, like, he gets, like, very brave and, and, like, get, like, very serious if it's needed. So, it's sort of, like, a mix of those two characters into one person.
1: Exactly. And this is the strength and the weakness of Gary as a character. Like, he is very annoying. uh, Consciously annoying. Like... He's written to be annoying, quite like Mabel was written to be annoying, but the problem is that whenever he gets serious, it the show becomes incredibly melodramatic now in the third first, uh, first season, it doesn't really matter because you're getting to know these characters, and like the melodramatic stuff works like when he meets his father and stuff like that but by the third season, the melodramatic stuff is the Think that bringing the show down
2: i think um uh if i could throw my two cents so to speak um uh,
1: i mean dude you're the first co-host. of all, you can't do that
2: <laughs> yeah i know first of all uh i like i understand gravity falls but uh, i was just gonna say actually one of the reasons that uh i grew more and more towards kind of hating the third season is that uh, Gravity Falls is a good show but it's clearly a kids show and um, I as a 26 year old just really can put up with that kind of narratives anymore and I think that by the third season it had become a kids show but uh, I think even by kids show standards like Gravity Falls I couldn't tolerated myself but i was like this is a good kids show but i think the problem with the final space is that even by kids show standards it wasn't like it wasn't coherent and it didn't have like it didn't have really a message or i don't know it just felt weird Uh, but uh, aside from that I think um, you talked about him like transitioning from this goofy person into a melodramatic person. One of the things that I think in the first season, I was totally okay with because the show had like a meta, ironic, satiric, par- 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 parodical—I don't know how to pronounce it—parodical, parodical, Parodi- whatever. Like it was parodiesque, and um,
1: yeah, yeah, they had a lot so of pastiches for- to other. Exactly. Like you had, exactly. You have to No, no, uh, but, but look, mm-hmm. oh, no uh, oh. go
2: ahead. I was just going to say that uh, I was okay with a lot of characters not really having a clear background or like their convictions uh, being built from thin air. Like Gary is supposedly a hero and he's like a hero in a postmodern way. Like he's a hero for no reason. He's yes. just ultimately, deeply, and innately, intrinsically, a good person. And I really didn't care. He was just like, he, he was a protagonist for the sake of being a protagonist in a very yeah. postmodern way. But by the third season, him being a protagonist, they're trying to justify his, like, uh, goodness, like he values friendship. But because the show has lost the ironic touch to it, it just feels extremely cheesy to the point that I, I would literally cringe. I would like force every muscle of my face inwards as I was watching it. And I, I just couldn't finish the third season, by the way. It, it was too much for my brain. Absolutely I was like, not. fuck this. Yeah, and, and also, also I think think
3: the third one, season. Yeah, I think one thing that um, made this like make much more sense in the first season was that. Okay, he was basically a prisoner, so he was alone in that ship with a crazy, like a system, doesn't he? He was just like getting annoyed by it. So yeah, yeah. you had Never. like sort of a yeah, you had sort of like a explanation. Okay, so he has this childish behavior because he's just like going crazy. But by the third season. Yeah those things are all gone. So he was like, oh yeah, I'm like a captain now and I'm doing this and I'm doing that and this happened to my friends and I'm like rescuing them and like I found this girl that I really like, this happened. So a lot of things, like a lot of those things that like made sense for him being crazy is going away And but it is still exactly the same character. I was like, okay, now it doesn't really make much sense. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. And uh, I'm with you, uh, Ami, by the way, that it is like he's the protagonist because the show tells us he's the protagonist. There is nothing that makes him the protagonist other than, well, he's the main character. What are you going to do, literally? Yeah. yeah. And that is but, um, actually what mm-hmm. works in the first season because, it, like, he our main character is so inept, it's so clumsy that he actually, like, fails forward. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Fails upward, I'm sorry. Is that what? Falls upward. I don't know. He
2: just fails through and uh, accomplishes things through failures. And sheer luck.
1: Exactly. And, like, that works in the first season because, like, there is a Lord Commander and his big plan, and Mooncake is this heroic... Son. And the way you can sort of relate to all of that is because Gary, much like you, the audience, doesn't know what the fuck is going on. But by the third season, it feels like, oh, okay, we lost our last foot in reality. Like, oh, there is nothing grounding this plane. It's just going up. <laughs>
2: Yeah. this balloon but um I'm let's sorry. first focus on the first season that i love i'm just going to yeah. run through some of the points that like really made me love it first of all i think there's a tone of ambiguity in it in the sense that the show doesn't try to explain everything to the core the show doesn't like it doesn't fall to the trap of oh let me explain why this is this why this is that there's, uh, there's some sort of like a mysticism going on, and I like it in a show because it, sh- it like, gives us the idea that the creator isn't trying to appear wise or appear like, uh, I don't know, omniscient of everything going on. He is acknowledging the fact that he, like the rest of us, doesn't really know the direction that this show is going to go on and um so there's that there's also the narrative structure of the show in that like at the beginning of every episode we see gary floating in space gradually dying and then there are flashbacks yeah exactly and like the the motives like the visual motives like we have the cookie we have like there's a certain sense of loneliness in space which, by the way, me being in love, like, the, my favorite movie of all time is 2001. And the first season feels a lot like that, because it's, like, a, it's depicting space as this extremely lonely place, which it is. And the characters is, like, locked up in this spaceship with one malfunctioning, crazy AI that is trying to be friendly, but it's so annoying that it's, like... Being a catalyst to the process of his insanity, and um, Kevin. and then then there are there are, like there's the other part of AI that that's literally like uh Hugh Hell Nine Thousand yeah, uh, and he he even talks in a Hell Nine Thousand tone.
1: By the way, that's and, voiced by he, Tom Kenny. Do you know, did you know that Hugh? N- no, who is Tom Kenny? He's SpongeBob. Really? Spongebob is you? Wow. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. But uh, and, to finish... Uh, Kevin is voiced mm. by... By the way, uh, I'm just going to just say the cast oh, a little bit, cool. because the cast is amazing. Kevin is voiced by Fred Armisen.
2: Again, who is that?
1: Uh, okay. You don't watch a lot of SNL and Portlandia, so you probably don't know him. But for you, he's the... Is Nick's dad in Big Mouth.
0: Oh, okay. okay. By the way, have we
2: talked about Big Mouth?
0: No, we had for a sure. mm,
2: Yeah. By the way, I didn't like the second season of that either, but uh, that's that's a talk for another day. Uh, yeah. anyways, uh, as I was saying, so there's this like the, the way things unfold throughout each episode and in the uh, like in the entirety of the, th- the first season Like, the viewer doesn't really know we are presented with this guy floating in space, gradually dying. And then there are visual motives, and then there are names, and like, step by step, little by little, we get to know certain characters and new places. And like, it unfolds in an, I I think it's, it unfolds in an almost impeccable way. Then there's also the element of like meta narratives and, uh, Kind of subverting the narrative by the show itself and I, wow. as I said, like in a postmodern way, there are references direct and indirect to other shows there are, uh, you know homages is being paid to a lot of great
3: works of uh, awesome. art. and um, mm-hmm. one thing just about that like those themes that uh, happens at the beginning of every episode that's just like a came like floating away. Uh, one clever thing that they did was that like as it zoomed out it Explain more things that you, like you saw throughout the episode happening, and then oh, yeah, saw, oh, yeah, the yeah. result of that, oh, this is in the background, or oh, something like I, I, I think he loses his hand at some point. I'm, I cannot 100 percent remember like what happened, but you can see that like he has like a robotic arm or I'm not sure if he had it from the beginning, uh, Gary, the main character. and yeah. yeah. Um, like They did it very cleverly, that like, as it zoomed out, I was like, oh, it's the same scene, but like every time that I'm seeing it, I'm yeah, understanding yeah. more and more about what's happening. It's a good point.
2: It's a really good point that I had forgotten. But... So yeah, as you see, it's, it's a very classic, it's a thought classic out thing,
1: fleshed out. Yeah, mm. it's, a, it's a classic thing. Uh, the first season seems like a labor of love and passion. Like, I have, a dis- I have a great story that I want to tell and yeah. second season feels like oh these are the stuff that we couldn't do in the first season here and the third season is oh we are contractually obligated to make a third season
2: and by the way the, by the third season the show is like almost turning into an anime like the narrative structure is identical to that of a a shonen, let's say but a very bad shonen that would have tanked in yeah. Japan uh, yeah, even uh, artistically it becomes extremely anime like and um,
1: and, yeah, but and the background uh, stories oh my god yeah, yeah let's go one by one let's go yeah, with yeah. the let's, second let's season book end, let's bookend the first season the reason I think first season works is all of the problems that we're gonna talk about in the second season and especially in the third season I think are present in the first season as well like uh Nothing changed in terms of um, character development. That's actually one of the problems. The characters are the same. Nothing changes for them. Like, Lord Commander is still goofy and villainous, but in the third season, you can't understand it because in the first season, it's all of those contradictions that's working, you know? Uh, it's a lightning in a bottle situation. It only works once. You can only do it once. You can only do once a villainous character that is kind of goofy and stupid and gets foiled by a dumb main character. And like a there Ex Machina in forms of Mooncake's power or Bolo being in a cube or all of that. All of this stuff... I think, are in the first season. But in the first season, it works great. Part of it is because of the presentation. As you said, the presentation is far more greater than the subsequent seasons. And part of it is, it's fresh. Like, as I said, Gary is fucking annoying. But it's not uh, grating. Like, he is annoying. He gets on your nerves. But he's still fresh. He has some fun jokes. He has some fun moments. So it's sort of just... Well, to quote Mr. Todd Howard, it just works.
0: Yes. So what changes by the second season? It's not as fresh anymore. Uh, this character oh, uh, ahead. I was just going to say, I agree with that. Like...
3: uh that Kevin guy, the round thing. Yeah. Um I was like, oh, okay, yeah, he's a funny character in the first season, and in the second season, it was like, okay, so what? Like, it, it just like same annoying thing happening over and over again. And that, and it's me saying that that like, um, I like Gary. Like, even in the third season, he's still not annoying to me. It's like, okay, yeah, this is just like a stupid character. Like, that's how it is. But like. That, for example, that Kevin character, I was like, oh, no, I, I just cannot stand it anymore. Just, like, doing the same thing over and over again. And ex- exactly to your point, that is, like, in the first season, you're like, oh, yeah, it's actually funny. And now it's like, oh, yeah, I know exactly what you're going to do again in this episode and the next episode. And yeah. that you know, just, I... like, gets just, yeah, loses all the funny part of it. And just, yeah, straight up annoying.
1: Yeah, the thing I'm uh, mostly thinking of when I say it started in the first season... uh, For me, the thing about the third season that is really annoying... And the second season, to some extent, is the melodramatic parts. Like, they are the worst part of the show for me. Like, whenever Gary is like, Listen, I know we may not return, but I need to tell you that like I have immense respect for you. And it's like, oh, okay, fuck off. Uh, That's that's uh, exactly
2: what I meant when I said the show becomes a parody of itself. Because first of all, those transitions take only mere seconds to happen, so the show starts to feel kind of schizophrenic in the sense that, like, Gary is being being an ass out of himself or making funny faces, like literally SpongeBob level funny faces, and then two seconds later, he's like delivering this soliloquy that's like supposed to move us and like, bring us to goosebumps. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And to be perfectly honest, at, su- at times, it feels you- like the Roger or the like Olin Rogers probably, has this immature thing that he cannot really uh, deal with serious tones and like, I don't know, tension for more than a specific amount of time. And I'm saying this because I suffer from the same thing, or at least used to suffer far more back in the day. And I would always, when I, when I was having like a very serious conversation with a friend, or I was in a, uh, I was in a serious situation, I would just try to make jokes and crack stupid jokes, and I would try to like through humor, I would use humor as my defense mechanism. And I think he cannot maintain a serious tone in the, sh- for more, thirty seconds. He just has to introduce a goofy, stupid, unfunny element to it, and then. Get back to the seriousness, and that's why I, I think in the first season, because of the ironic tone, and because it's not so frequent, and it's not so the like the transitory uh, stages aren't as concatenated, it doesn't feel as bad. But by the third season, it's just like in in a in a span of 20 minutes for the episode, you go from serious to funny, serious to funny, so many times, it's like you're being slapped in the face left and right, and I'm like. What am I supposed to feel? Even a kid
1: would, uh, would pick up this inconsistency. Well, yeah, and this is why I wanted to sort of uh, object to you saying that, oh, Gravity Falls is for kids and Final Space Season 3 feels like it's for kids. First of all, I don't think it's for kids because um, too much violence, honestly. I uh, I, like, I it, it,
2: it becomes like a kid's show, but it's not a kid's show. So it's not yeah. a redeeming factor to it. It's like, it's like it's a kids' show that is full of double entendres and sexual innuendos. And, and, like, and the show doesn't really have a place anymore. It's like in a pandemonium of being a kids' show, not being a kids' show, being serious, being parody, being satire. satire I, think, I think nothing. you
1: described it perfectly. It's immature. Yeah. It's just and, immature okay, and without but, a purpose. Yeah. To the second season, I think second season was trying to like build the world. Like, oh, this world is so much bigger. And we added new characters. One of them is Clarence, voiced by uh, Conan O'Brien. And there are ideas in the second season that I enjoy. Like that episode when the ship is stuck in like a time wall. Time it's vortex. The time wall. <laughs> I don't know. Like, the ship is cut in half. Uh, Little cartoon yeah, is I, I on one side. Yeah, I remember that. what you're referring yeah. to. You know. And, like, stuff like that in the second season, I think, work. But because it is serious, like, the comedy is wrapped up in seriousness, that is when the show is most like Doctor Who to me. And uh, I'm doubting we will see, like, Doctor Who. So, sorry, folks, we're not going to have an episode on that. <laughs> yeah. But unless uh unless I force. Him. But yeah, like yeah. that's yeah. when I that's when the show most resembles Doctor Who. But I do agree with you on one thing. You said uh, before we started recording that you're very indifferent to set to the second season. Mm. And uh I give it I give this to you. I don't remember anything of the f- second season except those moments that I just said.
0: Uh, I don't remember mm-hmm.
2: anything. That's one that's of the points. It, yeah, doesn't, it
0: leave doesn't
2: leave a mark leave on your psyche. And I'm, I mean leaving a mark in a good sense. It, it, doesn't, like, it doesn't give you something to work with. It doesn't give your brain something to work with, work with as you grow distant of the show. Like, uh, like good yeah. shows to me and good movies and good music is something that, like, always sticks with you. Even after 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, there's something that you're going to remember. But, uh, yeah. and the first season is exactly that. Like, the floating scene, the cookies, Kevin, the loneliness, the... The first uh, meeting with Lord Commander, I'm gonna remember all of that. But the second season, as you said, I don't remember almost anything except for a few parts with this with the time vortex
1: and like. Okay, okay. Uh, by the yeah. way, I just remembered this. You said the first is a meeting with Lord Commander. I remembered yeah. the skin thing. When Mm, Gary gets inside the skin of the mother of the family.
3: Oh yes! Oh, (laughs) such a good scene. That yeah,
1: yeah.
3: And by the way,
1: yeah, I remember that. I haven't seen the first season since I saw it first in 2018. Like, it's not go back to constantly. Like, if we were talking about like uh, Futurama. I would say, yeah, but I watch Futurama like, constantly. I used to watch it constantly. I watched the first yeah. season back in 2018, and that was it. But I remember a lot of it. Because it felt fresh. I think but I watched it season, three or
2: four times, but four years ago.
1: No, no, I, I only watched it that one time. And it's a and good And you still remember show. vividly. Yeah, I, Yeah, I do yeah. remember a lot of the scene. The second season for me is mostly like, oh... Th- there is that one episode, which is a self-contained episode. Like, it doesn't have anything to do with the other part of the show, the general arc of the show at all, which is why I remember it. But the whole idea of the show, like, I I don't remember much. I remember Bolo and Clarence, but that's just because it's Keith David and Conan O'Brien. Of course, I'm going to remember them. It's like that. I remember the... Uh, Barack, most Barack from The Simpsons. You know why? Judas. Uh, what?
0: With the answer.
1: Oh, uh, it's voiced by Jeremy Irons. Oh, of course,
0: <laughs> of course.
1: Why don't I that's forget the it? On- Yeah, that's the only reason I remember it. So the only reason I remember much of polo and uh clarence is because well kif david kif david by the way great actor uh let me think of other stuff he's done that amy might have seen oh we talked about this in saints of four mm-hmm. he's the vice president
0: oh okay okay
1: <laughs> uh, yeah i just remembered
2: <laughs> like i was just trying to interconnect my neural synopsis and uh yeah yeah Yeah.
1: and uh conan o'brien which is my favorite talk show host of all time so like i i know these guys that's why i care about these characters which is a problem like i care about kevin outside of caring about fred armisen or at least i used to i really don't anymore, especially after what they did with him in season 3. I care about you outside of caring about Tom Kenny. But no, I don't care about Clarence. And do you have anything to say on the second season?
2: Not really, and given the fact that we have to wrap up in probably 10 minutes at max, uh, let's go over some of the things, because I think uh, the second season we're almost done. It's just world building, characters.
1: yeah. Some, some new, new
2: characters. characters trying to expand the universe, trying to give the show some bones, let's say. And by the third season, it tries to become anime, but it fails. It um yeah. it tries to give characters backstories, which are, by the way, the lowest hanging fruits of all time. Like for For like, for for making a villain or a good guy, it just gives you ten seconds or twenty seconds of a flashback. For example, this is gonna be a spoiler alert, by the way. Avocado turns from the best warrior of his race to the traitor of that race because Lord Commander tells him, like, talks to him for twenty seconds and without any vindication, without any conviction, without any logical reasoning.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say that like um they made this gamble to like um, okay we're gonna gamble on this character. And for example, Avocado from the first moment of the story was like my least favorite character. And those like episodes that he was like the most important character, like from the things with it had with his dad and all those stuff. And like um, at least for me when he like became such, like it became it came into such a like, huge spotlight in the show, I was like, yeah, I don't really care about anything that happens now. And, yeah. um, that was yeah, of the thing that, like, they did in the following seasons, that was just like, yeah, okay, we're gonna take this character and do this series of things, or we're gonna introduce this character, and they become a, they're gonna become this huge traitor that we thought, oh, they're gonna be mm-hmm. such a great character, like, I know, okay, I'm not going to ever name it because that's going to be a spoiler alert, like, you know it, but...
0: Ah. I just think yeah.
3: that, before you go on, I just think that
2: by the third season, they're just trying to, like, give backstories to everyone. They're, like, in the, like, which one of the things that was the strength of the first season was that the characters didn't really need a backstory. They were what they were because they were what they were. And I liked it, liked the show because of that. But by the third season, they're betraying that. They're like going in the opposite direction. They're trying to make every character, like they're trying to make everything a twist. You're going to be like, ah, did you know this? Get prepared for this. You're going to blow, we're going to blow your mind with this one. And I'm like, oh my God. And every twist, every backstory is literally, it's not even lowest hanging food. The fruit is on the ground and it's rotting. And the creators are feeding it to us. They're shoving it in our mouths. And I hated it. I hated it with every cell in my body. I was like, why um, did you do it to this? I hope well, I could uh, go back and unwatch <laughs> the fair season.
1: Well, you ask why did they do this? Uh, I, have quite, I have a hypothesis on that. Um uh, mm-hmm. I I think Final Space wouldn't have been made if not for Vic and Morty. Like I don't think I'm being controversial or like like that Yeah probably. Yeah. yeah. The reason At least we it have, wouldn't
3: get the investors like that
1: Yeah, that, yeah. That's, that's what, what he means. Yeah. Yeah, that's what he means. And what Vic and Morty did which we do have an episode on that by the way you can go and listen to that with Shits a lot on the fandom, too. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Which is, to be honest, uh, uh, justified. Like, the Rick and Morty fandom is really bad. But the thing about Rick and Morty is that you were not supposed to care about Rick and Morty. They were comical characters. Mm. And by the end of it, like, you get to know Rick a little bit more. Like, they realize, oh, Rick is getting sad. And, oh, now we care about Rick. Yeah. Which is not good, like, I don't think the show did it in a good way, like, Rick and Morty didn't do it in a good way either. But that's the problem with Final Space. You are not supposed to care about Gary, Kevin, Hugh, Avocado, and all of that. They were pastitious, they were jokes. And then comes the third season, and the story is so far up its own ass, and so... Serious in his own eyes that you need to care about these characters and what is happening to them And it's too late by that point Like we had two seasons and we didn't give a shit about these characters. So no, I don't care about that girl suddenly becoming a villain and having two eyes Instead of one You know what I mean? You know which character I
0: mean? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, that was the same character that I was going to mention, yeah. Oh, yeah, that was uh, uh, uh voiced by Ashley Birch, by the way, which is from another show that I really hate, Mythic Quest. But, uh, like, Ash, I don't care about Ash, but at that point, you need to care, otherwise the show doesn't work. So, they do, as you said, their lowest hanging fruit. How are we going to do that? Oh, we're going to give them all flashbacks. We're going to extend their back because, and this is the sad truth, the current selves are not worth caring about.
0: Yeah, I completely agree.
3: And uh, I, that was good. It, for me, the show is like, uh, I was completely done with it by the third season. And. Uh, yeah. I think you said it got canceled. I'm. I haven't read it that it got canceled because I even heard that it might be getting a fourth season.
1: But oh no no no! Uh, it's it's uh, it is canceled. Like on uh, September 10th, 2021, uh, Roger said that the show was canceled.
0: Yeah. So um, I feel
3: like it. It was cancelled for me anyway. Like even if there was a fourth season, I was not gonna going to watch it. Like uh, there has been shows that I liked even more, and right. I cannot like get myself to watch it. Watch them, mm-hmm. but yeah, like the Final Space. I really enjoyed the first season, but after that, it was just like meh. It was
0: completely meh.
1: But it's okay, very I'm... fourth season i'm 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 completely with you like i know when it got canceled i was like oh damn but at that point i hadn't seen the third season so i was like oh another show got canceled that i kind of enjoyed but yeah by the end of it i was like oh well if this wasn't canceled it would have been a problem but i by the way i looked it up and on april 10th 2022 Rogers said that the show could be brought back as an hour-long special to sort of wrap up the story, and uh, apparently, uh, well, Rogers launched a Kickstarter for a short film called "Godspeed," which is uh, the name of the character is Goodspeed. This is Godspeed. Spawned from unused ideas related to the series, on the first day it like doubled its goal. So there might be more to the show, but I don't think Final Space is coming back. I'm just clarifying that for people who.
0: I didn't
3: know about that, and yeah, maybe they can wrap it up like yeah. instead of doing ten to twenty-minute episodes, they can just like. Get a good thought
1: for an hour. But that's another part. Actually, that's another part of the problem with the third season. It's just fucking convoluted as hell. Do you even remember what happened at the end of the third season for the show to wrap up? I do not. Neither do I. And uh, by the way, technical difficulties, Amir has been cut off. Yes, <laughs> uh, he has been from the call, but I'm pretty sure he couldn't either. Because the show is just so fucking I mean, he convoluted. never finished it, so, yeah, he, he doesn't even know
3: what happens, because he said that he, he yeah. couldn't
1: understand and, and
3: like, ah, uh, uh, tolerate the third
1: Yeah. Like, it's just fucking convoluted. The thing about Weekend and Morty that works, in that the convolutedness of the world that they live in never comes as an overarching arc. Like, Rick Morty does not have an arc, there is no end point, there is no story to wrap up. But Final Space is going towards an end, and like the lore and everything around it is just so fucking convoluted. And it's not fun to explore, because again, it's a comedy, so you can't explore it seriously. I can't do what I did with uh, Elder Scrolls, which is a... reference to our last episode, I can't do what I did with that and go ahead and read more about the world of Final Space because the show doesn't treat it as seriously because the show counts it as just joke. It was supposed to be a joke and then it got serious.
2: Ah, Since I I couldn't get back on my other account, uh, I was listening to what you were saying. I just couldn't talk. Uh, I did... um,
0: I have There's to this say your
3: expression is very... Yeah.
0: I, and I feel
3: expression. like... Mm. in mind. And I'm hoping you're going to remove it from the podcast, but I had to leave the house because I'm late for work, so it's going to be windy outside and probably going to be on the way to sign up a lot. Oh,
2: that's okay. Uh, yeah. I was just going to say one last thing and then we're going, to work, we're going to wrap it up. I was just going to say that I did watch... I didn't watch... The re- I watched like until the eighth episode, it has 13. But uh, there's yeah. this expression, Farsi expression, that one of my friends uses it's called Moskish, which is like dragging the mouse on like the like, you know, mm-hmm. how you can crawl through the episode or like any video file and like yeah. in, with utter uh, disinterest. And I did that and I watched the end of it, like I watched the five last minutes and I, I was like, I saw the progression of the, like the events that transpired. And uh, so it ends on a, it ends on a cliffhanger. And I was like, oh my God, I didn't know it got canceled. I was like, oh my God, this shit continues. And then, and I, when I heard that it got canceled, I was like, thank God. Oh, but I mean, an an hour uh, special that wraps things up. I think it's a good thing for the fans of the show or people that, Give a shit! Uh, not well, one of them I'm not gonna the like, problem, bother. Though,
1: uh, that cliffhanger. Do you remember anything from it? I, I do because I watched it like two days ago. Like but, uh, what happens to the world? What happened to the Kevin's? What happened to the whole uh, uh, Titans? I, I think thing?
2: the biggest thing. I
1: I don't know the details because
2: I just dragged the mouse. But I think. Um, the biggest thing was that, like, they kind of unleashed that, uh, Invictus, was it called? Like, the ultimate yeah. villain? So they it got unleashed. That's
0: it. Like, and he got wounded.
1: Yeah. She, I think. It's voice by oh, Invictus. Woman. By the
2: way, Invictus, the voice acting, oh my god, it was terrible. I was like, why the fuck would you do this? This is this is even this is like kids playing D&D. This is like six like
1: I don't know 16-year-olds playing D&D trying to roleplay. Yeah, it's it's worse by Vanessa Marshall by the way. Yeah, it's terrible voice acting. Like uh, yeah, I wouldn't put that on my resume. But anyways, that's final space. It's done. It's over. Fuck final space. Love the I, first season. I hate the third season
2: there aren't that many shows that i get to hate so much and i hate it because the first season was great if it wasn't i wouldn't have hated it so much but like i just hate it when something gets ruined and obliterated and because there's a lot of potential lost or maybe like the potential was only for one episode one one season i don't know
1: that's the thing. That's the thing that makes it hard. Is it was it uh, like a lightning in the bottle, or if on the more competent team, this show could have gone on well, like we and Morty? Um, well, I
0: don't
1: know.
2: It's a question that remains to be answered.
1: Yeah, but anyways, this we show.
2: We will have is... to wait for the other creations of Olin Rogers, if that ever becomes a thing, to see if it was a. One off thing or like i mean, one hit wonder?
1: He's done other stuff, I think so. Uh, you know, like, if you can get something through the
2: like until the oven is hot, if you could like stick something inside it and
0: see. You know, okay. Is uh, uh,
1: and this is—I didn't know this, like, literally until now. And I'm gonna, uh, I mean, are you, uh, can you see the chat?
0: Which chat? Let me see.
1: Uh, I've posted a link. I didn't know this until literally right now. There's a game. Oh, okay. I didn't know that either. Final Space, The Rescue. And Grab it's them. a VR Second game. Of
2: February. Yep. Oh okay. The phone, you uni- Final Space universe has expanded to VR join Gary, Avocado, Nightfall and Tribor as they embark on a brand new journey to rescue their dear friend from the clutches of a new but familiar threat.
0: And it's It came out this year by Euros. the way
1: after the, after the uh, cancellation. Are there any um the reviews? The reviews yeah. are positive, positive, but like,
0: I mean, it's shy of two hours long, it says uh, one Oh, of the you reviews. should see many reviews, it only has 19 reviews, it's not like that it has been played by that many games. I don't think it's even paid for the man hour that went to it to like, create that <laughs> game. It's yeah. not like that, it, it got a great sales or anything. And um, to be honest, there are platforms and drama specific studios who um, created different games once, and now they can easily upload it to other games, like other TV series and stuff. Like, if you noticed it over the span of like past two years, every famous TV show. As a mobile game, and
3: yeah, it literally yeah. same. Like you can tell that it has been okay. This system has been built once, and now there's the a Mori game. There's a the Family Guy game. There's a uh, yeah. American Dad game, and like all of them are like, okay, this is the exact same thing that these other guys made, and we're going to do the exact same thing and make it.
0: Um, and it's the same. Like there's a uh, like Justin Roiland
3: himself, I think. With his characters and his stuff, I think he has three more games, and yeah. yeah, all of them one are bad. One of them was the just way. recently announced, uh, High
2: on Life. Yeah, and they're all similar. Like, they're very similar.
1: He yeah. literally uses his Morty voice on everything.
0: Because, literally okay, on everything.
1: Because we talked about this before on our very first episode of Yes, uh, Justin mm-hmm. Roiland is a one-trick pony
0: yeah it's, it's and, kind of sad
1: yeah and by the way I'll, uh, we need to talk about Rick and Morty again at some point when it finally fucking ends and <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah we're not going to be anytime soon yeah sadly uh, Rick and Morty gave way to a lot of shows including Final Space and there are a lot of them nowadays this is what I wanted to sort of touch on and Final Space managed to, I think, trudge along for a while before being destroyed by, honestly, uh, its own hands. Like, I don't think... Like, for a lot of stuff, I can not blame other people. For Futurama's and I can blame Fox for fucking it over. Yeah. Uh, but for Final Space, like, I know it was cancelled literally because of a merger... But the fact that it got to a point where I was okay it's being cancelled, it's its own fault. Yeah, I agree. I'm, I'm
2: actually glad that it didn't continue.
1: But with that, yeah. I think we need to finish this
2: episode. Yeah. Um, so, so Our usual motto, what, which is like, see you later t- unless we die or don't feel like it.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Also, so if have,
3: I can just like Thank, uh, yeah. thank you for having me. Just, like, I'm just going to have one thing for people. If I don't know. I think if someone is listening to this podcast, they probably already watched it, but if they didn't, I strongly suggest the first season. It's a really really good show, and unlike the second or third season that ends on a cliffhanger, the first season has an ending, so you can just watch it yeah, as exactly. a one-time thing, and yeah. just enjoy it, and think it has been done. And,
2: it's I mean, that's actually, Something technically,
1: technically, it does have a cliff uh, cliffhanger ending because, like, at the very last second, a light shines on Gary on space. But yeah, uh, no, um, but he got
3: rescued and left Happily Ever After. That's like
1: yeah. <laughs> what happened. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh it reminds me of a show that i used to like uh, which is a very bad show by the way like i don't recommend anyone see it which is alphas which was the heroes clone uh does anyone even remember heroes nope i don't even know what it it is one
3: episode
1: and i hated it that was it yeah heroes was sort of like a proto uh superhero tv show i guess um, mm. and like Alpha's was a clone of that and it had David Strafer which I love but yeah that show like got uh, cancelled on the cliffhanger and <laughs> there was a joke that in Big Bang Theory where Sheldon calls the showrunner and says what was your plans for the end of it and then he listens to it and is like oh that's terrible you should have been cancelled huh. yeah yeah, so anyways, I guess with that, thank you Sohel for being with us, and uh, despite my jokes, it's always, a, right. it's always a great occasion to have you here. Hopefully, we will get tired of our new guests and have you more <laughs> back. <laughs> there is a oh. Persian proverb that you are a nomad, Beboza. <laughs> exactly, yes. which is
0: basically Mm -hmm.
1: which uh, translated roughly means that when there is a new mate in town the old ones become um, Mm -hmm. repulsive
2: Uh, repulsive. that's a really strong word
1: (laughs) (laughs) okay and uh, Israel says that he does need to go and we both have to go as well so with that said We'll see you n- next time, unless we die or we don't feel like it. I'm not gonna tell you what is our next episode because we need to f- still We talk don't know
4: about it ourselves. Well, yeah. You. <laughs> to we wanna thank you for listening to a shitty podcast. Yet another shitty podcast We are deeply happy inside If you don't have anything better to do Don't no waste your time here with us Yes Yet another shitty podcast shri podcast